I am excited to introduce Will Shorts and to welcome him back to the law school. Will Shorts graduated from UVA Law in 1977. He also earned the world's only college degree in enigmatology, the study of puzzles from Indiana University. Mr. Shorts is probably best known as crossword editor for the New York Times, but he's also author editor of over 500 books on puzzles, serves as the puzzle master for NPR's Weekend Edition, and has been a guest star on The Simpsons and How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> he was also the subject of 2006 documentary Wordplay, founded several puzzle-related events and organizations, and owns the world's largest private library of puzzle books and magazines. I could go on about Mr. Short's many accomplishments, but instead I will now let him share his wisdom with us. Please join me in welcoming Will Shorts back today. Dean Mahoney, Morgan Linger, faculty, graduates, parents, family members, and distinguished guests. It's a pleasure for me to be back in Thomas Jefferson's academical village. In planning how to start today's commencement address, I took the letters of academical village and <laughs> rearranged them to spell acclaimed live gala, which I hope turns out to be apropos. I also rearranged the letters of Dean Mahoney <laughs> to spell ye headman, no? <laughs> and for now, he is indeed the headman. But as Dean Mahoney will soon return to teaching after eight years, this anagram will no longer be current. The new head woman, Dean Goluboff, anagrams to fond of beluga. Who knew? <laughs> Morgan Linger, by the way, can be anagrammed to normal raging. I think she should work on that. Well, honestly, I never expected to be here with you today. Even though I'm a 1977 graduate of UVA Law, I have never practiced or even taken a bar exam. In some ways, I feel like a black sheep of the UVA Law family. I'm still a little surprised that I was even accepted at UVA. As you know, my undergraduate major at Indiana was enigmatology, the study of puzzles, which I did entirely as independent study. Somebody on the admissions committee here must have thought that was creative. <laughs> my original plan, which I did not tell admissions, was to practice law for a few years and make enough money to retire and follow my real passion, which was puzzles. But in the spring of my first year, I decided to skip the legal career entirely and go straight into puzzles when I graduated. I tell you, this decision was liberating because it allowed me to take whatever courses I was interested in, not things that would necessarily be useful in my career. So no trial advocacy or trust in estates. I did, however, take two seminars on intellectual property and wrote a paper on copyright protection for puzzles and games, <laughs> which turned out to be the most valuable thing I did here. In the spring of my third year, the placement office noticed that I had never had a single job interview. <laughs> the head of the office called me in and asked if I had any plans after graduation. 
I explained that I had a job lined up. Her face brightened as this would help her department statistics. And she asked me who it was with. I said Penny Press, which was a publisher of crossword magazines. That's where I had worked during summers of law school. And I saw the head of the placement office write down in her book, Penny, comma, press, comma, waiting for the rest of the firm's name. (laughs) Now, rather than a traditional talk today, I have brought a quiz. It's an interactive game involving quotations from Thomas Jefferson. Scoring is on the honor system. Of course, we're at UVA. I'm going to quote some things Jefferson wrote or said, each with a blank. You're to fill to with, uh, fill the blank with one of four choices. Make your best guess. Keep track of your own score. Here's number one. Blank is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. Blank is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. Is it A, respect for and understanding the law? B, Genesis? <laughs> C, honesty? Or D, attending the most delightful new school, the University of Virginia. (laughs) So blank is the first chapter in the Book of Wisdom. Is it respect for and understanding the law, Genesis, honesty, or attending the University of Virginia? How many think it's A, just a signal by raising your hand, how many think it's A, respect for and understanding the law? Okay. How many think it's B, Genesis? How many think it's C, honesty? Mm -hmm. And how many think it's attending the UVA? Yeah. Well, uh, you guys are good. It is indeed honesty. See, this was part of an 1819 letter to Nathaniel Macon. Jefferson was decrying stock swindlers and fraudulent bankruptcies, and he wrote, whether the succeeding generation is to be more virtuous than their predecessors, I cannot say, but I am sure they will have more worldly wisdom and enough, I hope, to know that honesty is the first chapter in the Book of Wisdom. Okay, so keep track of your score. Most of you have one point so far. Number two, the glow of blank is to me worth more than money. The glow of blank is to me worth more than money. Is it one warm thought, a well-laid fireplace, satisfaction from worthwhile toil, or an electric light bulb? So the glow of blank is to me worth more than money. Is it one warm thought, well-laid fireplace, satisfaction from worthwhile toil, or an electric light bulb? How many think it's one warm thought? Raise your hand. Uh, How many think it is a well-laid fireplace? How many think it's satisfaction from worthwhile toil? And how many think it's an electric light bulb? Uh, Well, I got most of you on that one. It's one warm thought. That uh, satisfaction from worthwhile toil was my bluff. Uh, This was a line from a 1773 letter to Charles McPherson about Jefferson's love for books and manuscripts. Number three, when a man assumes a public trust, he should blank. Is it put the interests of others before his own? Is it be transparent in all matters? Consider himself as public property? Or milk it for all it's worth? When a man assumes a public trust, he should put his interests, uh, put the interests of others before his own, be transparent in all matters, consider himself as public property, or milk it for all it's worth. How many think it's A, put the interests of others before his own? And how many think it's B, be transparent in all matters? How many think C, consider himself as public property? 
and D, milk it for all it's worth. Uh, the answer is C, consider himself as public property. Yeah, I got a lot of you on that one, too. That was a comment by Jefferson to the scientist Baron Humboldt, as quoted in B.L. Rayner's The Life of Thomas Jefferson. All right, number four, blank is not alluring to pure minds. Blank is not alluring to pure minds. Is it money, power, idle conversation, or reality TV? <laughs> blank is not alluring to pure minds. Money, power, idle conversation, or reality TV. How many think it is money? How many think it's power? How many think it's idle conversation? And uh, reality TV. Yeah, the answer is B, power. It's from an 1813 letter in which Jefferson said he prized his family, his farm, his friends, and his books, all above exercising power over his fellow citizens. Number five is, he who knows most knows blank. Is it that books are more valuable than money, his freedom, his lord and maker, or how little he knows? So he who knows most knows blank, that books are more valuable than money, his freedom, his lord and maker, or how little he knows. How many think it's that books are more valuable than money? How many think it's his freedom? How many think it's his lord and maker? How many think it's how little he knows? Okay, you guys are good. The answer is indeed D from 1812. The full quote was, The wise know their weakness too well to assume infallibility, and he who knows most knows best how little he knows. Okay, so we have one more. Uh, is there anybody here who has gotten all five correct so far? Raise your hand. Okay, uh, just for curiosity, has anyone got zero so far? <laughs> Okay, number six, your last one. Your uncle, Mr. Garland, informs me that you are disposed to the study of law. All that is necessary for a student is blank. Is it hard work and an open mind? A clerkship with a local lawyer? Access to a library and directions in what order the books are to be read? Or about $59,000 for each of three years as UVA tuition? Okay, all that's necessary for a law student. How many think it's hard work and an open mind? How many think it's a clerkship with a local lawyer? How many think it's access to a library and directions in what order the books are to be read? And about $59,000 a year. The answer is indeed C, access to a library. Uh, and uh, this advice was followed by a long list of books that Jefferson recommended that Mr. Garland's nephew read, some from uh, 10 in the morning till noon, a second set from noon to 2, and then a third set from later in the day. Well, in closing, I don't have a lot of advice for you. You're smart. <laughs> you are ridiculously educated. And as my career path shows, you can take your UVA law degree and do anything you want. <laughs> My class of 1977 produced two Virginia governors, Jim Gilmore and George Allen, and a congressman, Randy Forbes, also numerous corporate leaders and judges, two professors at UVA Law School, Paul Stephen and Jay Gordon Hilton, and Evan Thomas from my class was a reporter, writer, and editor for Newsweek for 24 years. Really, the possibilities are endless. So all I want to say to you is ultrasonic tango, that's an anagram for congratulations. <laughs>